yes. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Football Fig Nuts podcast. If you're keeping track at home, this is season three, episode 46. And if you're keeping track of us from the very beginning, this is episode number 146. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we have a guest with us tonight. There he is. I was going to intro him, but he introed himself like a true (laughs) pro. Our contributor and often the butt of our jokes, Sean, is back with us. Sean, you haven't been on since last July. It's been like wow. 40 episodes since we had you on. Oh, wow. Really? That long, huh? Yeah, it was, the, uh, it was the preseason. Yeah, welcome back. I And it's Thank not for you. trying. Sean's a busy man. It's not easy to get him. This it's is so, true. It's good to have you. All right, so let's start where we always start. Sean, I hope you brought a beer with you. Oh, of course. Okay, uh, so I'm going to open mine first. So the two-second story behind my beers this week is that last Friday was my birthday, and everybody decided to do a COVID-sensitive drive-by of my house and throw beer at me. Yes. The end result was I got to say hi to my friends and family, which I hadn't seen in a while and was really, really nice. But the other end result was I ended up with almost two full cases of beer in my fridge. There you go. So Happy birthday. I grabbed <laughs> one that Sean brought and one that Craig had given me. And for the Sean one, I am drinking Boss Tweed from mm. New Orthodox. Holy crap, 9.3%. <laughs> and we never saw bread hey, again. I'm going to freaking die. Here we go. <laughs> Bush. Well, I pour this into a glass. Sean, what are you drinking? Well, it's funny. <laughs> I have the exact same thing. Oh, oh this boy. is going to go really fucking well. <laughs> I'm already cursing. I haven't even had a sip yet, and I'm already cursing. Oh, man. 9.3, 68 IBU. Yep. Um, A long list of different hops on the front of it. Yep. I'm going to crack it open. I I feel like we've had this. For some reason, this this beer, this can, is this brewed out of New York? No, Michigan. Okay, it can't be the the beer I'm thinking of. We, I mean, I, we always tell the epic tale of the day Sean and I went to the Mets game and had so many craft beers to drink. I don't even remember. I remember us arguing <laughs> with a Yankee fan, and by the end of it, I was agreeing with the Yankee fan um, on the subway <laughs> on the right back. So, Craig, what are you drinking? Um, so, I um drinking a can that you gave me. Well, this is this is the beer exchange podcast. Here it today. is. It is. I except like it. except this is called new money oh no that one's high too what's the percentage 10.5 and craig it's a triple ipa craig finds a way to trump us when we bring a nine (laughs) percent beer to the podcast this was not planned folks this was absolutely not planned yes Um, this was from tribus followers don't be surprised if we start mumbling a little bit towards the end of this oh my god it's not double ruffled we'll all be fine the only there's your trivia question for the night folks the only banned beer in the history of this podcast is double ruffled feathers by stony brook and it's not because it's bad it's because it's too good all right well what's that stony creek stony creek what did i say stony brook it's already started stony creek i haven't even (laughs) sipped my beer yet i can't wow you you cannot see through this ipa at all nor this one. What was up, Sean? No, definitely not. It, it, you had to roll it so the sediment would come out nice and evenly. Um, I, I don't have any se- – if there's sediment, I don't see it. Really? I, I don't see it in my beer, and normally I see – one of the beers somebody gave me on Friday, and I don't remember which beer Sherwood. it was. The Sherwood one. Oh, my oh, God. So much sediment. Good. So much sediment in it. I thought there was something wrong with the beer. And I'm not joking. What I'm pretty sure a pine needle came out of it. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this? Is that a pine needle? It was a tiny little piece of green. I was like, I took it out of the beer, and that's why I noticed all the sediment. This thing, I don't see a ton of sediment. So, all right, I'm gonna give this a quick sip, and then we're gonna talk on uh, to burning hot takes. Let's see what we got here. All right. So while they while they're sipping some more, my I, I felt it tastes like actually it tastes like it was aged in in like bourbon barrels a little bit, but I don't see yes. that anywhere around here. It's got a definitive. Oh my god, it's drier than a Sahara at the end. Oh my god. Oh, my God. Where's my vitamin <clears throat> water? I, I can't talk. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I can't drink this. Okay. Britt is off the podcast now. I just I just had to mute my mic so I could cough. Um, oh, my God. But wow, this, this new money beer is actually quite tasty. 
Oh, that's it. Almost it reminds me of a really strong, um, like mimosa or screwdriver. It's very yeah, orangey but strong alcohol. Now, Sean, I gave you one of those as well. Have you had a chance to try the new money I gave you? I did. And do you agree with it? It was almost like a, a screwdriver and a beer. Um, I I believe it was very citrusy. Yes. He doesn't remember. Uh, no, well, I, I if mean, I get to the I, beers, I, it was a while ago. Well, yeah, it was probably a week ago. Um, if if I get through the two beers, I have a Zoom call after we record with some nice. friends. So maybe I'll crack into the new money and pass out in the middle of the Zoom call. That'll be fun. <laughs> so, there you go. All right, burning all right. hot takes. Three of us on today. Three of us get a question. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Why oh, not? Craig, what do you got for me? All right, I'm going to give you three things for this upcoming season, three uh-huh. predictions possibly. You okay. tell me... Which one is most likely? Okay. All right. Number one, Josh Jacobs wins the rushing title. It's number one. Okay. Number two, Sam Darnold becomes a quarterback everyone thought he was going to be. The Jets make a wild card run. Okay. Now, those two things are – so. What if Darnold has a great season and they don't make the wild card? All right. Well, then we'll just concentrate on Darnold then. Okay. Darnold, so Darnold becomes a good. So Darnold, Darnold becomes a a playoff caliber quarterback. Is that what we're basically yes. saying? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then the next one, Matt Stafford will have the most passing yards in the NFL. Oh Jesus! Or number Jesus. three. That's number three. Yeah. So what's more likely out of those three? All right, so Jacobs wins the rushing title, mm-hmm. Darnold becomes playoff caliber, mm-hmm. or Stafford has the most passing yards in the league. Mm-hmm. I will yield. I have my answer, but I will yield to our guest. I think that the most plausible one would be um, Darnold becoming a playoff caliber um, quarterback. Okay. Mainly because you have to – uh, Josh, I, I, I like Josh Jacobs this year. I I just find it very hard for him to become the number one. You know, there's a lot of people to pass for that title. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my problem with that one. Um, although if that, you know, and, and with Sam Donald becoming quali- uh, a playoff quality, he could be top, what, top 10 and be considered playoff quality. Yeah, I'd say top 12, basically in the QB1 category in terms of fantasy relevance. And um, the last one, I, I just, I don't know if, I don't know if Stafford's going to be anything anymore. I don't know. I, 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 I think he'll be okay, but not, not, not leading the league in passing yards or anything. So you think the most likely of those scenarios is Darnold? Yes. What would you say is number two, Jacobs or Stafford? Jacobs. Okay, so I have Stafford at one because he's led the league in passing before, unless I'm much mistaken. And the problems with Detroit aren't usually, air quotes there, usually Matt Stafford issues. Um, So I think that of those three things, Stafford leading the league in passing is the most likely. I think Mm -hmm. Jacobs winning the Russian title is the least likely just because, like you said, and I agree with Sean completely, too much depth, too much competition for that. Um, I don't think he has any chance of that. So... Craig, what do you think? It's your question. So Sean and I disagree. Sean thinks Darnold is becoming playoff caliber is most likely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Stafford being the leading passer. What do you think? Uh, so I agree with you both that Jacobs winning the rushing title is not, I mean, it's possible, but it's not likely, especially with where he is. Mm-hmm. My thing with Darnold is he has definitely has the potential but if a couple key people like last year get hurt, the Jets are going to crash into the side of a mountain again. So that's my concern. So I think out of those three, it would be Stafford, especially since he's getting older. I don't think I don't know how much longer he has on his contract. So I feel like, you know, if he's going to have another giant pass for 8000 yards a year, it's probably going to be this year. OK, I like that. Yeah, it's good. That's a good topic. Obviously, the, the the hardest thing for for Sam Donald is 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 quality of of wide receivers. Receivers, so. yes. Yeah. The talent around him has always been the issue. Yeah. So, 
long as it's not Quincy and Nunez, please, NFL, for the love of God, just Seriously. give this man another job. Please. <laughs> Seriously, let's get him some training to do, like, stock anything. sales or something. Anything. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hard to imagine that once upon a time, Megatron trolled those sidelines yes. in Detroit because it has been so woeful for so long. Sean, what have you got for us tonight? What, what's burning on your mind? Um, well, the NFL ruled on some rules uh, recently and okay. uh, decided that they were not going to go for the 4th and 15 as an alternate to the onside kick. Mm-hmm. Personally, they need to do something about it because it's it does there's like no chance. Um, so what would make what alternative would make it um, something something else? What alternative could it be? Would it be fourth and twenty? Is it something completely different? Mm-hmm. Maybe a race to the ball like they had in the old XFL. I don't know. See, I'm okay with the onside kicking. Um, yes, it has dropped. It used to be somewhere around 15%. Um, USA Today did a whole thing on the statistics of this. Shocking Brits drawn to statistics. And uh, this beer is going straight to my head, so <laughs> I better make sense while I can. Um, it, about 15 to 16%. It did drop to 10% and drop even further last year. I think it was like around 8%. Yeah, so I it might I get, even be lower. It might even be lower. Maybe I'm overestimating it. Um, but... I like it. I like the fact that it comes as a surprise. It's one of the few things left in football that isn't like preordained, you know, like when people go out there to, well, fake punts and fake, fake, fake plays in general, like the only thing in football that aren't preordained and that Tony Romo can't call just by looking at a formation from the booth at this point. So I kind of like the onside kick as it is. So I will, for lack of a better term, punt on this question because I wouldn't make a change personally. Craig, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I I would leave it as it is because I feel like the NFL has other broken rules they need to fix first. Uh, pass interference. Exactly. I think that is the bigger issue uh, as opposed to onside kicks. I I would just leave it at this point until they fix the pass interference thing. So, so just for some reference, sure. uh, it was six percent, two out of thirty-two. Oi. In the first 11 weeks, sorry, first 11 weeks of 2019. So you're so. saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would just like to see, I mean, I, you know, I mean, obviously clo- there's close games everywhere, but sometimes, you know, they have, you have that opportunity and, and it feels like, well, we really don't have the opportunity because there's no way we're going to get this back. And I'd like to see something to where, um, you know, they can have uh, an opportunity to, to, to be at least 15% again, something like that, you know? I would love the 4th and 15 or 4th and 20 rule because, as Andy Reid said, I have a quarterback who can pull off 4th and 15. Well, yeah. I mean, 4th and 15, I think it's definitely not – it should be more than that. But, you know, you, then you get into the things of, well, pass interference. You just keep – you know, if it's obviously going to be made, well, just pass interference and, and they, what, do you have to do it over again? I mean, do they automatically get it? So here's what you do. Make it fourth and five, right? Fourth and five, <laughs> but defensive penalties are all waived. Oof. Wow. Literally, the defense can kick you where the sun don't shine, and they don't get a flag. <laughs> That's it. So, in other words, there's no really a good solution. Though. There is no good solution. But <laughs> there they, isn't. I mean, you're telling me you're telling me that if defensive penalties, with how bad the officiating has been in general, if we said there was no defensive penalties on one particular play, they still couldn't convert fourth and five at least ten percent of the time? I think they could. Oh, of course they yeah. I think they could. A clever offense could do it and it would be exciting. So Alright, so my question for you gentlemen, I have a trivia question for you. Okay. I want you two to tell me the first Colts player in franchise history to have a custom-built TV or stereo system for his locker. Hmm. Yep, this is a question, and I, there's there's a background to it. Jim Ursay himself posted this on Twitter today, and there's a story behind it. The first Colts player to have a custom-built TV stereo system for his locker. TV Take a shot at it. stereo system, huh? Built specifically to fit in his locker. Edger and James. Okay. Craig, what do you got? Uh, you know what? Just because I've been seeing him everywhere lately, I'm going to say Pat McAfee. 
dig it deep. <laughs> dig it deep. Wow, that is like that's like the fiftieth name I probably would have thought of if you asked me any question that started with which cult. So the correct answer is Edger and James. Oh, really? Yes, it is. And the reason why this is significant is because we're getting around that time of year where I start to gravitate back towards Twitter and doing the football stuff. So today I log on and Edger and James is trending on Twitter. And of course, whenever somebody trends on <laughs> you Twitter, think the first dead. one you have is they're dead. Yep. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, there's no possible way. So I click it. The first thing I see is a person ranting that they're upset because they thought Edger and James was dead because he's <laughs> trending on Twitter. The second thing I see is people saying Edger and James is an underrated running back. I'm glad he's trending on Twitter. <laughs> the third thing I see is Jim Ursay's tweet in which he says, okay, another help our restaurant trivia contest, 20 winners, $500 Indiana restaurant certificates. You must follow me and retweet with your answer and name of your preferred restaurant and then post the question. <laughs> Jim Ursay put up a question and offered, what is that? Uh, is that 10,000? That's $10,000 worth of restaurant certificates. Wow. To make J Edger and James trend on Twitter, 1,500 tweets he was mentioned in in under an hour. <laughs> and I thought he was dead. People, stop it. You're driving me nuts. I have to go to Twitter to, to help with the podcast. I have to. I don't want to see Edger and James's name trending because you think you're going to get $500 at Popeye's in Indiana. <laughs> Because I don't he even, had a stereo in his locker. Because he had a stereo in his locker. I don't want to see it. And what's worse is because it was a restaurant thing, Twitter categorized it under food. So some of the posts were like, who ate Edger and James? And there's a picture <laughs> of the clip that shows food trending Edger and James. Like, who ate Edger and James? What? <laughs> Stop it. Stop making people trend on Twitter. Earlier this week, it was Henry Winkler, and I almost cried. <laughs> Because I love Henry Winkler. He's yeah. freaking hysterical. That old man is funnier than three quarters of the people on the planet. And I saw his name trending. And it turned out he was trending because, um, what's his name? The director, Ron Howard, had cited him in something, some political thing he had done like 20 years ago. And Henry Winkler appeared in it. And somebody shared it. And then somebody else shared it. And somebody was like, hey, remember when Henry Winkler did this? Blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, Henry Winkler is trending. And then again, we have the same thing. Half the people are resharing the video, and the other half of the people are saying, stop making me think Henry Winkler is dead. So, all right. So moving on. Be nice on Twitter. That's the end, <laughs> the end of this conversation. So, All right. Um, I have got the running back bug, gentlemen. I don't oh. know why, but I have been thinking about running backs all day. Uh-oh. And I've got some questions for you about running backs. All right. First off. Not so breaking news. Aaron Jones wants a long-term deal. He's talking about being go. a Packer for life. Okay. Supposedly, the Packers are close to giving Aaron Jones a long-term deal. I have not heard any terms, just that both sides are talking, and the Packers seem interested in this. One, isn't anyone worried that we're going to see some regression from the crazy numbers that he put up last year? And two, if the Packers were interested in signing him... Why did they draft A.J. Dillon when they did? Uh-huh. Toss hmm. it out there. Sean, you first. Is it good to sign Aaron Jones to a long-term deal? And does this change anything with the A.J. Dillon drafting? I, I mean, that, that drafting of him. I mean, Aaron Jones has no, not no, but very little catching ability. We all know this. But... I, I mean, if you, it's Green Bay. You're supposed to run the ball. You run the ball, you know, when it gets cold, you run the ball. So Smash having Aaron, football. Yeah. You, when you have – when you have, and Aaron Jones is, is – you know, I think he proved last year he was pretty good at that um, when, when given the opportunity to run it. So uh, the I only see him drafting A.J. Dillon for, for maybe the pass catching, but, you know, way to make it like, hey, guess what? We're doing this play. Mm -hmm. But um, now that's to be confusing. Fair, I don't know why they would to be fair, consider signing him that long if they 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 drafted him. He did right. To be fair, Aaron Jones did average three pass catches a game and did have 474 yards. But for what we would consider a pass catching back, that is extremely low. 
The big thing he did last year was have 16 rushing touchdowns. Yes. He had he had a total of 19 touchdowns, 16 of them on the ground. Craig, what do you make of all this? And does it affect his fantasy value? We have to consider that. Does AJ Dillon and or this contract affect his fantasy value? Uh, not yet. I mean, it depends how this goes because we saw what happened to the giant contract Zeke got last year than what happened to Zeke. Right. So that's one thing to think about. I think I really liked AJ Dillon in college. Uh, I thought he was a really good back. Uh, I do think he's there for the pass catching, but I also think he's there for insurance. Because mm-hmm. if... What's that? Yeah, because yeah, wasn't Aaron Jones injured? Oh, no, suspended. <laughs> suspended, yes. So oh, he think, I think he's more so an insurance policy. Also, mm-hmm. it gives him the ability just to... Just the way the NFL's going, <clears throat> mm-hmm. they're going to start platooning running backs so they last longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing to consider, too. So there it is. So it, this could be just as much Aaron Jones insurance as it is Aaron Jones, like, replacement insurance. I mean, if it's right. 75 25, it's not going to bother. You know, it's going to be right. just, yeah, exactly. Insurance. So I, I kind of love A.J. Dillon because he's from Connecticut. And I kind of hate A.J. Dillon because he went to Boston College. And Sean will remember we went to the one game between UConn and Boston College in Hartford. Um, <laughs> in which the which was funny. The funny story behind that, Sean will remember this, was UConn build it as the tradition begins. Or the rivalry, that's what it was. The, <laughs> the rivalry, rivalry begins. Was Dan Orlovsky the quarterback? Yes, he was. <laughs> so, he's trending he's trending on Twitter too, but that's because he's got a big mouth about the NBA. <laughs> What's that, Sean? You were about to say something. So, yeah, I was gonna say, so yeah, at this point we already knew that BC was uh leaving the Big East. That's right. So and it, like it had broken that week that this was gonna be B or next next year was gonna be BC's last year. That this was gonna be there was gonna be two Yukon BC games and that was gonna be it. So we're walking up to the stadium, and all we can hear from the stadium is, welcome to UConn Boston College. The rivalry begins. And Sean looks right at me and goes, what's next year's slogan? The rivalry ends? (laughs) And I'm like, probably. And honestly, that was what? That was what, 15 years ago, Sean? Yeah, something like that. Probably. They haven't played since. They haven't played each other since that last game in Boston College. And I did it in that big, booming, uh, you know, uh, stadium announcer guy voice too yep oh they were that they, they, when yukon football went division 1a that was going to be the rivalry bc was going to be their georgetown from basketball that was that was it they were going to be the local rival and bc said you know i think we'd rather go play in the acc good luck though <laughs> you know so i so i kind of want to like aj Dillon. i kind of don't but next topic is a favorite of ours mm-hmm. it might be time to start up the train uh-oh. Get on board, folks. Choo-choo. Earlier today, I overheard a conversation between – overheard me like I was eavesdropping. <laughs> I was listening to Fantasy Football Morning on Sirius XM. Get on the train. And Lisa Ann was talking to John Hansen. And Lisa Ann and John Hansen were talking about Joe Mixon. And Lisa Ann said he's really strange in that the drafts I've been in so far, he either goes first round or he seems to be forgotten about. Do we think the new offensive lineman, a new quarterback, last year he scored about 225 points in a PPR based on your format, 225. Not a terrible number, but definitely not QB1. Not where he was drafted. RB1. Yeah, definitely. I'm sorry. Yeah, not RB1. Thank you. Here's going to my head. (laughs) Not RB1 territory. Do we think that Joe Mixon has the possibility to get into that RB1? Do we think 225 is a floor if he stays healthy? I think that's a floor because he did a lot of that by himself with a broken offensive line and a broken receiving core. So now I think you have a new new quarterback, a coach that's now has a year under his belt that's getting a new quarterback, AJ Green's coming back. A rookie quarterback that might need to pat to hand it off a bit. Right. Also, the first round draft pick offensive lineman is coming back. He didn't play at all last year. So I think the potential is definitely there. 
So let me just say this. What we considered to be an off year last year for him, he had 1,100 yards on the ground, folks. Yes. <laughs> he had 1,100 yards and five touchdowns. That's it. It's exactly it. Expectations. So the follow-up question, yes or no, he's there in the first round. Say you're picking sixth or seventh overall. We don't have any rankings done yet, so this is off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at Joe Mixon in the middle to late of the first round, or are you waiting on him? I'm taking him. Sean? How late? I mean, uh, who? Our league, late. 10 teams. 10, oh, so, 10. so say, say, let's put it a 12-teamer. Say All right, 12 teams. Pick 7 and 12. Okay. If he's there, I think if he's there 10, 11, 12, definitely. Before that, I got to think there got to be better, more um, concrete options. Yep. I, I mean, I haven't done rankings or anything, but I got to believe have, there's yeah. got to be seven people that are, you know, ten people that are going to be like, yeah, these guys are going to do it, this, you know. Yeah, and, and the rankings episode will hit in July. I want to say that is tentatively scheduled for July 2nd will be our first ranking episode. We'll probably start talking about running backs on uh, um, Ju- July 9th, but that's uh, that's tentative for next season. But, yeah, you'll have an opportunity, Sean, to do your rankings again and then join us again. I- I'm going to have to book extra time. Last year was <laughs> I felt like we rushed so much because there was so much to cover. We did so much great we'll conversation. Do, we'll do better time management. In better the coming time months. management. I will. I will. You know, rather than next time. I think at one point last year, Sean went. Can I ask? And I went no, <laughs> because it was just we were just so out of time. I, I do think Joe Mixon's going to be better. I am not ready to put on the conductor's hat. But I'm you're getting. You're buying a ticket for the train. I, I might get on the train. Is there proper social distancing on the train? Of course then I might get on the train at this point. I'm, I'm <laughs> close. I'm close. And the funny part is there is a, there is a conductor's hat in my house. <laughs> so if we ever do another video episode and you see me wearing a conductor's hat, you know I'm so back in, on the So in week train. three, when Joe Mixon rushes for 240 yards and three touchdowns, you'll see the hat on Britt's head. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Who is Cincy playing in week three? I Presumably do. week three goes across according to schedule. I don't know. Let's as, see. Uh, da, 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 as I'm looking right now. I have no idea. Oh, Lord. That's against the Eagles. Oh, my God. That's totally possible. There you go. And that's, <laughs> oh, my God. That's after a primetime game. They have a 10-day layoff. There you go. That's See that? You heard it here first. They play September 17th at 820. I got to pull up really quick to see what day of the week that is. That sounds like a uh, September 17th is a Thursday. And they don't play again until September 27th. Oh, that's oh, they. They have a, that's a 10-day layoff. Their their bye week's awful early, ain't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, no, that's not. It's not. That's not their bye week. It's just because they play Thursday, so they get 10 days off to the following Sunday. Okay. Could, can Joe mix it? What did you say? What was your numbers? 243 touchdowns. That's that's a little high, Sean. Do you think you can pull that off against the Eagles? <laughs> against the Eagles. No. No. Yeah, I'm gonna no. go with no. All right. Go with we'll no. see. But if he can do it, that'll be the game he does it. So, all right. So uh, moving forward, uh, I had a nice discussion today with um, the Fantasy Freezer. Oh. Yes, another another one of our, our sites. Um, I'm not really super familiar with them, but I stumbled across something they had posted, and I was like, oh, you guys got some interesting insights, and I'm gonna steal them. Um, and uh, I, I had a nice little conversation with this guy named Paul, and uh, he put out a list. In terms of dynasty, so you're talking about non-redraft. So, Sean, I don't know how much dynasty you have personally done. I've, I've never done one, but I've, I, you know, familiar with it, yes. Okay. We're trying to get a startup going. Are you in if I can get a startup going? Definitely. All right. Awesome. So you're talking long-term. You're not talking redraft here. Mm-hmm. You did a lot of this or that. And I want to just toss a couple of these guys out there. Most, Some of them are running back. Some of them aren't. I just want your guys' take on who would you go with? You're doing a dynasty startup. Do you want to take Joe Mixon or do you want to take Miles Sanders? Let's start with Craig. Uh, I'm taking, I'm going to stick with Mixon. Homer. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? Miles or Sanders? Uh, Miles or Sanders? God damn it, dear. Uh, I mean, Sanders or Sanders, Mixon? I mean, I don't think they're very much different in age. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I mean, 
Sanders, I, I think, has easier or two on him. That's it. Yeah, so I think I might go Mixon as well. <sighs> See, I, Doug Peterson, and this is this is my bias. We talk about Craig's bias towards Joe Mixon. This is my bias. Uh, but he Peterson, always uses like 18 running backs. So does Andy Reid, and yet somehow there's still one or two of them on that team every year that's fantasy viable. <laughs> I, if Miles Sanders can stay healthy, he might become a cornerstone there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go Joe Mixon just because I love being on the train. I think his, I think his <laughs> talent is better. Mixon's okay. talent. Is better. So we all agree, Mixon. I'm going to open my second beer, by the way. Nice. Um, which is probably a bad idea, seeing as that first one was nine percent. <laughs> I drank it in 32 minutes. Um, but uh, I'm, I have them all together from Aspatuck that Craig gave me. I'm curious, just because I've had all together from Two Roads, and I want to see how different it is. This is the beer I... that. I like this one better than Two Roads. So altogether, for those who don't know, really quick, is just the beer that was collaborated across multiple breweries around the world in um, support of the restaurant workers and such. So uh, we'll see how this goes. I think it was the other half who came up with the recipe and was like, here, everybody make this. It was a great idea. Um, so. Yeah, the one that's in Brooklyn. Yeah, other half. The one that people normally line up around the block to get into. Yes. Mm. Okay, so the second one. I pour this beer. AJ Brown or Juju? Sean, you have to go first this time. AJ Brown of the Titans or Juju Smith Schuster? Ah. Wow. And other Um, is not an option. Oh, that is better (laughs) than the two road version. I hate to say that, but it really is. um, I'll tell you right now, I could be completely wrong on this, but for some reason, I'm thinking AJ Brown. Defend. Go. <laughs> I'm not really, saying you're I wrong. I want to hear your reasoning. Uh, <laughs> I need an adult. Because, I need an adult. Because younger. his name is alphabetically first. I mean, Back to you, I Craig. Think, <laughs> I think. I think maybe for for the short term, um, Juju, because Ben will be back. But I don't know how much longer Ben has, so they'll be starting over again. And um, AJ Brown. I mean, I know that's it's it's the Tannenhill, Tannenhill, but. I, younger, I think the teams are gonna be actually better um, than Pittsburgh will be. Um, so I, I'm gonna go with AJ Brown for the long haul. Craig, it's gonna sort of pain me, but I'm gonna go with Juju. Hopefully because a he's healed, and b the Steelers figure out what the hell they're doing at quarterback. I think Sean's dead on on this. And that may be words I've never said before, and now they're on tape. Wow. I think <laughs> Sean's recorded. dead on this. Okay, good. Tannehill is not Big Ben, but Big Ben is not a spring chicken, and we did not see a whole lot of, out of Juju last year. So last year, the Steelers marched onto the field with Big Ben, the Titans marched onto the field with Marcus Mariota, and by the fourth week of the season, well, maybe it was week six, those guys were gone. And one of these wide receivers did well, and one of them said, eh, A.J. <laughs> Brown is going to get my vote because he, fe- I feel like he actually contributed beyond Juju when there was a change of quarterback. So, all right, the next one's going to cause an argument. And by the way, <laughs> I am going to post on at Fantasy Freezer's um, Twitter with our responses. So it's okay. a consensus. All right. So, so far we have Mixon and Brown. Next one, David Montgomery or Melvin Gordon. Dynasty startup. Keep that in mind. I believe this is Craig's to deal with first. Actually, no, it's mine. Yeah, yeah, it's yours. It's yours. David Montgomery. Easy. He's younger. He's on a team that wants him. He's not looking for vengeance against one team, which means he's going to be good for more than two games a year. (laughs) Over to you, Sean. Uh, You gave me a Chicago Bear to choose. Um, <laughs> all right, Craig got the back. Joe Mixon, I, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Joe Mixon's a little bit easier, I think, to, to choose though. But now, remember, uh, I, thinking I, I dynasty, say, not know, yeah, just one year. I know he's a, he, he is he is much younger than Gordon. So I, I, pro, I mean, I don't want to go just based on that because who knows what the Chicago Bears' offense is going to look like? I mean, you know, we have Trubisky and Foles as quarterback. To, 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 you know, I mean, they could stack the box and just stifle him. But 
I was a Trubisky guy last year, and I am not going to sit here and say I'm a Trubisky guy this year. <laughs> but I got a lot of yeah. faith, more faith in that that combo than I did last year. Mm. I, I would go Montgomery. I think um, you know maybe a little bit of bias, but I have to have faith that uh, younger, stronger, faster, better. No. <laughs> faith is lovely. Craig <laughs> Montgomery or Gordon. Uh, same reasons I'm going with Montgomery because remember in Dynasty you have to think two or three seasons ahead yep. is Melvin Gordon going to be here in two years playing football Melvin, the next time we hear Melvin Gordon's name after 2020 I think it's going to be because we're going to see him at the National So <laughs> that's the thing so no matter who the quarterback in Chicago is I would st- Dynasty I would still go with Montgomery okay so we were united on that one. So, so far we've been in relatively strong agreement. The next one is Matt Stafford or Drew Locke. And I believe it is Sean's term. To, no, it's Craig's turn to go first. Go, Craig. Stafford or Locke? You know, the Dynasty. same same thing as uh, Montgomery. You know, you're going to have to look at their ages. You're going to have to look at their injury history and what team they're on. So for that, I'm going to go with, with Locke. Now, is Matt Stafford going to pass for 6,000 yards the next two years? Probably. Maybe. What's going to happen gonna after? Is he going to break his leg in six places? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> again? Well, not again. But this one, I don't know. I might go with the, depending on what your team needs, uh, if you need some kind of quick fix right now for this year because you think you might have a good team, mm. I'd, go, I'd, go with, True. I'd go with Stafford. If 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 I'm looking way down the future, maybe Drew Locke, but I'd I'd lean toward more towards Stafford right now with the um, you know the known commodity here. I mean, what do we really know about Drew Locke? I know you know. I'll tell you what we know about, about Drew Locke. I will tell you right now, and this will tell you exactly where my answer goes. You know what you know? We know you do know what we know. God damn you, beer. <laughs> do you know what we know about Drew Locke? We know that he plays for Denver. Yeah. Yet. You know who's receiver on Denver? Uh, you at this point? I don't even Sutton. know who's there anymore. Yeah, but he's it. Who's the two there? Somebody off the top of your head, name the two. Noah Fant. He's a tight end. <laughs> and he's in the next question, so we can't talk about him. I'm going Stafford. I, yes, I hear I hear the younger guy in Dynasty Matters. I, I don't know that Drew Locke is going to be what we think he's going to be. Elway has been so bad on picking quarterbacks, <coughs> Trevor Simeon, that I don't <laughs> think I can have a lot of faith in Drew Locke, and I still think I can get two or three years out of Stafford. And here's the bottom line in Dynasty, if Stafford, Sean brought up a good point, depends on where I'm at. If Stafford starts having an exceptional year and a team picks up the phone and goes, what do you want for Stafford? I am doing a silent fist pop and going, well, let's talk about draft picks. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to be like, yes, inside. I'm going to be totally cool outside. I'll train him. So I'm going Stafford. All right, next one. Noah Fant or TJ Hawkinson. And this is Sean's first, which is going to punish Craig because Craig loves both these guys. (laughs) It does. I do. Sean, Noah Fant or TJ Hawkinson, Dynasty. What do you got? Uh, You know, this is where where you you have two young, you know. Got to open the crystal ball on this one. So you can't really go with that, you know. Um, Right. Oh my God! I don't know if it's because I've—I don't know if it's because I'm—we're uh, in the Northeast and we hear. I don't know. I, th- I think T.J. Hawkinson. Okay. I, just think, I, th- I, I tell you the truth. I don't know much about either one, but I know they're Hawkinson. both tight ends. Yeah, I know that. Okay. <laughs> that much thanks. But I—I I, I know there was so much, so much more hype about Hawkinson than 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 uh, Font. So based on really not knowing much about them. I think I'm going to go Hawkinson based on the um, hype factor. All right, so I'm going to go next because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force Craig to have the tiebreaker here. <laughs> as much as I'm down on Denver, I think Noah Fant has tremendous pass-catching and tackle-breaking ability. We saw it. We didn't see it a lot last year in his rookie year, but we saw it in college. I think with a year under his belt, I think his reliability over Hawkinson is going to improve. So for me, I'm going Fant, and I'm going to punt to Craig to break the tie. Wow. This is such a tough choice. It's like Sophie's choice. 
but with tight how ends. Is, how is that even like Sophie's choice? <laughs> it just sounded good. Honestly, sidebar, <laughs> I've never actually seen Sophie's choice. Oh my it god. It just sounded oh. good. I know what it's about, but still. Anyway. That's okay, that puts you ahead of me. So I know Sophie's <laughs> Choice is a very serious movie, so I'm looking it up right now. Could you, oh, could you man. answer the question though? Sorry. Who, who are you going with? Uh, man, and they've both been injured. They're both about the same age. Uh, and I have to pick one? Yeah. It's rough. Uh, I'm going to go because of who the quarterback is, and I know how he's going to be. Holy uh, crap. What? I'm reading the plot of Sophie's Choice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a rough, it's a rough one. Oh. Um. <laughs> go on, I'm just, I'm, oh. <laughs> See this movie. <laughs> um, oh man, uh, I'm gonna go have to go with Hawkinson. I'm gonna go with Hawkinson. All right, Hawkinson is the answer there. Yep. I don't think there's a wrong answer there. I think that's a that's a really tough call. All right, next one. We got two more left, and then we'll have closing thoughts. Teddy Bridgewater, and we're back to the ageism here. Teddy Bridgewater or Justin Herbert? Known mediocrity. Or potential mediocrity. I be- oh, wait, this one's me. Crap. I don't want to answer this first. Um, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert just based on the age. As I said, we've seen starter Teddy Bridgewater, and he's great in a spot start like he was with New Orleans last year. But as the defined starter, I, he's like the Kenneth Davis of quarterbacks. I mean, he's Jeff Hosteller. So. I'm going to go Justin Herbert. I'd rather have the youth versus the the age that is probably pretty crappy. Sean, what do you got? I <laughs> I agree here with the Hubert. I, I, I'm going to go with Herbert just because, hey, we know Bridgewater, and it's pretty much been medio- mediocrity. Um, and Herbert, we're not sure of what it could be. I know Oregon quarterbacks don't have great success. In the NFL, but yeah, know what? I'll take the chance. So you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance. <laughs> Craig, it's a two to it's a two to nothing <sighs> thing right now. But if you want to give us a uh, yeah, just just say the player three. say the players' names again so everyone knows. It was uh, Teddy Bridgewater or Justin Herbert. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, Bridgewater. (laughs) Just to be different. So Herbert's the answer, but last one. This one's kind of interesting. I I think this Uh, one might spark a little conversation. Jordan Howard. The last one. Yeah. To add some suspense, I'm going to open my beer. What do you got? I've got Nummy Nummy. Oh, that was another one with a lot of sediment in it. From Stubborn Beauty Brewing Company. We once, Once we're able to all go out and have a beer together, Stubborn Beauty is the place we got to go. I have yet to have anything from Stubborn Beauty. It's in Middletown. Where is Oh, Middletown. Okay. Yep. It's in Middletown. Fantastic stuff. Nummy Nummy's great. Happy Trees is great. Want to go there. So 8.1. So oh, another Jesus. high content. Thank God Sean's home. So here we go. Here we go. Bush. There, there you go. go. All right. So the last one while Sean pours that is Jordan yeah. Howard or Matt Breida. Don't forget, this is Dynasty. Jordan Ooh. Howard or Matt Breida, two kind of yes, I'm the starter. Wait, am I? Type <laughs> running backs. We'll start with Craig. Jordan Howard or Matt Breida? Uh, Matt Breida. I'm just more impressed by what I've seen from Matt Breida. Okay. Uh, I will. Oh, I'm. Well, no, I'll wait on mine. Sean, I want to hear yours first. Uh, well, you know. I have I have a, a, a love for Jordan Howard because, you know, he was a bear. But... Oh, my. But... <laughs> but just... Just because, again, I, you know... Recent... I mean, he's... Burita's had better games recently. I know he's probably... You know, I think Burita is the answer just because... I think age has taken effect and, and carries has taken effect on Howard. Oh, no question. No question. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Breida. And the reason is, is because Jordan Howard plays for the Dolphins. And Matt Breida plays for the team that just was in the Super Bowl. 
Yes, that helps too. You know, to me, they're the same guy. They're hurt all the time. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. Age doesn't matter when you're hurt. You know, if the no, question was doesn't. Miles Sanders or, I'm sorry, um, Jordan Howard or Frank Gore, because I got to work Frank Gore into an episode <laughs> somehow. Oh, God. Ageist wonder. You would have to think about Gore just because he's been healthy-ish and Howard hasn't. So I, I think there's, you know, that, that, that plays into the health plays in the conversation more than age. And that's the thing. When you, when you enter that into it, all of a sudden things change. So, I mean, like if Le'Veon Bell snaps his leg in four places, God forbid on week one, all of a sudden Frank Gore has a possibility of being RB two this year. Yeah, you oh know, I, I just what? looked them up. They're both 25. They're both still young. Who is Howard and Burita. I was oh, say, I thought you meant Frank Gore. Gore. Yeah, Frank Gore is not no, 25. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think Sorry. Frank Gore's older than I am. He's 37. Oh, Frank Gore's not older than I am. Okay. But, oh, my God. It seems like Jordan Howard has been has so much more miles on him, though. But do he you, does. Do you know Frank, his name. Frank Gore has over 15,000 yards? What is he, number three or four on the, the list? Uh, he's up yeah. there, right? Uh, He's in... Yeah, he's in the top five. I don't, I have to look I don't that think up. he's. I don't think he's past. Um, he's uh, number three. Walter Payton yet? Yeah. He is just under fourteen hundred yards behind Sweetness. Yeah. Wow. Let's, he's not going to pass Sweetness, but let's let's put that in perspective. You never know. Frank Gore has more rushing yards than Barry Sanders. More rushing yards than Adrian Peterson and Curtis Martin. Collector. He has more. Or not collector. What do they call compiler? He's okay. but, but that's okay. So was Marcus is. Allen. Know, Marcus it. Allen yeah. was like 40 with the Chiefs. He's, like, he's not going to, I mean, unless something miraculous happened, he's not going to catch Emmett Smith. No. no. Maybe no. Ty Walter, depending. Maybe, kind of, no. but yeah. I think third is where he's going to end up. He's 3,000 behind Smith. And now, if you, if you look at the list, no one on this list is still playing. Well, Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore both are, and they're in the top five. Yeah, but Adrian Peterson is at 14... 216. 216, he is so... over 1,000 behind Barry Sanders. Yeah. I don't see him passing Sanders. But if you go beyond Gore and Peterson, I'm scrolling down. The next Martin. name, LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> Remember him? He's at number 22. He's at number 22. Wow. Oh, my God. You know... LaShawn McCoy is right in front of Warwick Dunn and Ricky Waters. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Wow. All right, and with that, final thoughts. And we've got, like, literally three minutes for everybody's final thoughts. So, Sean, go. Oh, God, no. Go, go second. Go, go last. Craig, go. Britt, what did you think of the beer? I enjoyed it, and it's definitely making me feel like I need to take a nap. Thank you both. Excellent. Okay, final thoughts. And that's thought. my final thought, so go ahead, Sean. <laughs> well, final thought. You know, uh, everyone out there, thank you. Um, it's been rough these last couple of months. We're all eager to go out there and have our draft parties and, yeah. uh, you know, be together and celebrate our birthdays that we've had. And I can't wait for that because me and Britt have uh, been here waiting for that. Uh, the beer will flow. <laughs> huh? The beer will flow. The beer will flow. And uh, can't wait for all that to happen. Sean and I typically celebrate our birthdays kind of together. Sean's in April. I'm in May um, in that we go to Gathering at the Binds. Um, well, historically, only one year we've gone together. But, man, do we have a good time. And this kid, Sean, walked out of a four-hour beer festival where I had somewhere in the realm of five to six pints worth of beer and looked at me and went, is area too open? <laughs> and I went, how could Area 2 is the satellite for two roads? And I went, how can you possibly want more beer? And he goes, let's go to Area 2. Not only did we go to Area 2, Sean ordered a beer that was 12% bourbon <laughs> aged. And I sat there with a glass of water and went, how are you not dead? <laughs> and he did. He mm. and, and we Ubered. We, nice. We smart. Very Ubering. smart. The, fr the first time Sean ever used Uber, I said to him, if you're coming to this thing with me, because that was your first full beer festival, right? Yes. I uh, said, you're... No. 
No, I've done I've done other I I've done uh, other beer festivals. But I said to him, I said, don't show up in your car because I am taking your keys. You are not driving home, so take an Uber. <laughs> and we both Ubered there and Ubered home. And oh god, what a great time! But yes, I look forward to being able to do that again. Well, I want to thank Sean for joining us. Sean, we were definitely want to have you back in uh, July for our rankings extravaganza. Um, you did a fantastic job last year and a fantastic job tonight. We really appreciate you being a contributor to the podcast. So I hope we can count on having you back in July. Oh, of course, love love the rankings. Love the rankings. The rankings are the best. The it's a best. Good time of year. It's a good time it's of year. It's the best time of year next to Christmas and maybe pumpkin beer season. But besides those two things, it's definitely the best time of year. While you're listening to us, thank Other you so much. Other than the end of the season where you gloat how well you did. You know? Well, that's if you do well. <laughs> yeah. The last couple of years have been lean for my team. So um, we want to thank you all for listening to us wherever you listen to us. Leave us a review. Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Stitcher, wherever you listen to us. We're on like 20 platforms now. Definitely leave us a review. We want your feedback. Email us. We are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We are on Twitter. We are very quiet during the offseason, but I'm starting to wake up. We are at fignutsdfs on Twitter. We will be back next week with more chatter, more beer. Oh, God, more beer. <laughs> I can't even think about more Always beer. Always right? more beer. Always more beer. Until then, I want to thank Sean. Sean, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And until next week, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Mm-hmm.